Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. You ever feel absent-minded? Let me show you how to stop it. What is being absent-minded? It's basically a lapse of awareness. You're forgetful, easily distracted. And all of this occurs because your neurons, your brain cells, are tired and they're basically starving for energy. You see, the neurons are usually dependent on glucose or lactate. Okay, these are fuel sources. But what happens is when you consume those fuels, they have a bit of a side effect. They cause cognitive dysfunction as well as absent-minded. Good thing that your body can use another type of fuel. And that fuel is um, called, what was that? Um, Let me think. Oh, that's right. Ketones. That's right. Ketones suppress glucose consumption or utilization. Let me explain. If there is ketones and glucose in your blood. Okay. So here's your blood vessel. You have ketones and glucose. Glucose will not be utilized by your brain because ketones prevent glucose from being utilized if there's ketones in your blood. Now, in the rest of the body, it's the exact opposite. If you're trying to get into ketosis or you're taking ketones and you eat some carbohydrate and you have glucose in your blood, ketones will be suppressed and your body will be utilizing the glucose. But if there's ketones and glucose in that blood, the body will prefer ketones. But what happens when you have cognitive impairments and you become absent-minded, the actual nerve cells whether it's from aging or chronic consumption of glucose, you start damaging neurons in certain parts of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, hippocampus, and then you start to, um, hmm, what was I just thinking? Become absent-minded. The simple solution to even bypass a damaged nerve cell is to start to increase your ketones. The ketones will do a lot of things. First of all, they're gonna feed the neuron what it needs to function. Ketones also affect the potassium channels, and those channels are intimately involved in the communication process between neurons. Now we have way more communication. And by the way, don't forget to consume a lot of potassium from your foods or supplements to make sure you have enough raw material. Also, the mitochondria, which is the energy factory of the cell, when it burns ketones, there'll be less waste product. When the body burns glucose, there's a lot of garbage as residue, but not with ketones. It's more efficient. You'll be able to extract more energy from the calories that you're consuming. How do you generate ketones? Well, it's very simple. You just lower your carbohydrates below 50. For a lot of people, you need to go down to 20 or even less if you're older and you have a slow metabolism. The other thing that's really, really important, you want to increase the time of fasting, okay? So intermittent fasting is very, very important to repair a damaged brain. Not only will you generate way more ketones, you will also kick in certain genes that stimulate the growth of neurons. We get what's called autophagy. And autophagy is a state where you're you're cleaning up all the damaged proteins in the brain and the rest of the body. So you're, you're making the body really clean so it can function very, very well. So fasting is very, very important. 
And you would want to go at least 18 hours of fasting with a six-hour eating window combined with lower carbs to start to turn this thing around. But because ketones do suppress glucose consumption, you may want to also take ketones. Now, exogenous ketones are a bit expensive. A less expensive, very efficient way to do it is just by adding MCT oil. Now, some people actually use MCT oil to supply like half of the dietary fats. You can do that, but if you're going to start MCT oil, always go into it slowly because too much, too fast can cause diarrhea or cramping. So you start with one teaspoon and then one tablespoon and then more and more and more gradually over the weeks. But if you're absent-minded or you have cognitive issues, you definitely need to do both of these together. And if you want to you know, speed things up, you can actually add that and even spread it through the day. So you're constantly having ketones in your blood. And so your brain will just pull it right in despite how much glucose you have in your blood. Now, there's definitely some other things that you need to do to get rid of this symptom. And that's what it is. It's a symptom. It's not a disease. It's a symptom of a damaged nerve cell. Number one is sleep, okay? If you are sleep deprived, I guarantee you will be absent-minded because the effects that this has on cortisol and stress and blood sugars, it literally will destroy your brain. Also, number two, stop thinking so much. It's very common nowadays with the amount of stress that people go through to be in a state of constant analysis, okay, uh, or thinking or solving problems 24-7, even when they're sleeping, even when they're exercising, even when they're going for a walk in nature, they're not even kind of looking out in nature. They're so stuck in their head, analyzing everything to death. It's very vital to take at least a small portion of the day, one hour a day, okay, and just stop thinking. Go out there in nature and just start getting your attention going out. And it's hard though, because your attention is so stuck in this problem and that problem and this problem, it's hard to undo it. But you need to do it to kind of reset and get your focus back. And then the microbiome in your gut. There's a huge connection between the state of microbes in your gut and your cognitive function because these microbes actually make amino acids that then turn into neurotransmitters. And so there's this whole freeway channel between your gut and your brain back and forth. Definitely make mental note that if your gut is not right, work on that. Take a probiotic, get your diet straightened out, and you'll find that your cognitive function will be much, much better. There's quite a few connections between even Alzheimer's and gut health. 